Here we go. Father's Day edition of the Painful Experience. Welcome, Curtis Allen. What is going on, Ryan Leskis? It's our day, right? It is our day. It is our day. Well, how have you celebrated thus far as we are recording? Well, as you see, I got my Rad Dad t-shirt on. Yeah, I got one that's. it looks like a Harley logo. It says, my favorite people call me dad. My <laughs> there you go. This was uh this was a gift from last year or the year before. I don't know. I have another one that says license to grill, just so you know. Man, I wish I had that. Speaking <laughs> of, I I you know how terrible I am at Twitter. I, I'm tweeting at Traeger, dude. I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get yes. them. Yes, Traeger Grills, the unofficial sponsor of our podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm going to fire up my Traeger very soon. Steaks and baked potatoes. That's what I'm going for today. Loaded baked potato, big old ribeye, happy dad. Yes, that's what we're talking about. I uh, yeah, I woke up. I don't I don't t- typically uh, drink in the morning. It's just not really my thing. <laughs> as as your head goes down and laughs, um, I haven't for you know since my younger days. But uh-huh. we were getting weekend supplies the other day, and I saw they had it is PBR hard coffee. Yeah, I've heard about this. That's the real I have thing. Heard about it. Yeah, it's and real. I thought is if that's not a super dad drink, I don't know what is. So uh, my kids woke me up this morning with the card they they made themselves. It was it was yep. adorable. We hung out, and then I was like, I'm gonna have a PBR hard coffee this morning. So I broke how was it? Knock that out. Um, <laughs> other than that, it's been a lovely day hanging out with the kids, family. I beat my own dad in washers. You know, the game washers where, you know, the box yep. is kind of like corn- cornhole. Yeah. You're in the Midwest. You know, we play large, uh, you know, what a washer is screw nut bolts for those mm-hmm. listening at home, big mm-hmm. old washers. You have another box with like a PVC PVC pipe. Say that three times fast in the middle. And we toss them back and forth. And my dad's relentless. So, you know, my, mm. my wife at the time was like, why don't you just let him win? He's getting older. No, my dad used to be. <laughs> no, my dad used to beat me in uh, shoots and ladders. He used to beat me in Candyland. He used to beat me in high yep. Cheerio. And yep. he never gave up. And I respect him for it. I'm not I'm not bitter about it. Even in my own bachelor party, we were playing washers that we made a stop by the old man's house. And uh, he cleaned my clock in washers and I was wearing my delicious vinyl shirt. You know, those that remember Tone Loke and Young MC and, and the delicious yeah. vinyl. Yeah. And he he was mocking me the whole time. He was calling me delicious the whole time. Hey, delicious. Why don't you get one in the pipe? Like, yeah. So my dad comes strong with it. So for me to 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 raise the strap today was 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 monumental and he respected it, you know. He was even talking as he was going down, oh. you know, like, oh, and then I, I don't think you've ever gotten two in the pipe for as long as I've known you. I'm Just like, you know, you know. my whole life, man. Like, as long as I've known you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you mean forever? Oh, okay. Thanks, man. I, I'm, oh. I'm getting what you're putting down, dude. Okay. No, my dad is, uh, he always goes on a fishing. His birthday, first of all, always falls either right on or a couple of days before uh, Father's Day. So, uh, it's dad's birthday slash Father's Day weekend, and he always goes on a fishing trip. So he's never he's never around for him. 
to celebrate with family. But when he gets home, he always bitches and complains that nobody did anything for him <laughs> for his birthday or Father's Day. Even though he's gone. That is my dad. But he called me. Uh, he's called me a couple of times this weekend to talk. And I've called him too, you know, but he called me uh, on his birthday, which was Friday, just to, I think he'd had a few. I think, I think he'd done a little celebrating on his fishing trip, which is fine. That's what you do when you fish. But he was like, what was the name of that kid in your class that was just batshit crazy? What was, what was their name? I was like, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> stayed on the phone with me for 20 some minutes because he was convinced i would know what he was talking about. i was like i have no idea i don't know you know was it a guy or a girl i don't remember that's what i'm calling you it was either a brother or a sister i think they had it was a, there was two siblings or something like that but they weren't really they weren't twins and he was on the roll <laughs> no idea so um whatever he's doing right now happy father's day dad i'm sure he's enjoying the drowning worms in Lake Osakis, Minnesota. <laughs> That's where he's at right now. Does that just take you back to your DJ? You know, like, ah, there's this song. I can't remember. Yes. It, 70s or 80s. I, I think it's a guy, but might be a girl. It's about love. Can you yeah. play that one? My <laughs> like, aunt Lori, it was my Aunt Lori's birthday. My dad's sister. My Aunt Lori's birthday was on Tuesday. And everybody went out to dinner. And it was seriously like two hours of me googling stuff for my dad and his siblings because they couldn't remember the name of actresses or actors or bands from the 50s 60s and 70s so that was a running joke it was a running joke about uh, the actor howard duff because every time they'd go to a movie my uncle rick would look at my aunt Lori and go you know howard duff's in this didn't matter what the movie was he that was a joke that my uncle rick would do you know howard duff's in this so there was like well what was howard duff actually in <laughs> a lot howard duff was in a lot of things from the 50s to the mid 80s so i learned a lot about howard duff hold that thought because that's going to come i'm going to blindly introduce a new segment to okay not, and that is that is somewhat related to it actually so okay you know we're going to hold that we're going to put a pin in it as they say mm -hmm. as i go to our um social media account because yeah. last week's one for the road was about walk-up music because yes. I'm still envious that high school kids have their own now. Oh man, that's so nice. Yeah, come a long I mean, way, man. Yeah, not hating on them. I'm proud of them. Envious. So um, we got some responses. Uh, speaking of radio, my man Adam Hawkins, aka Hawk Daddy, uh, another legend in radio, didn't manage Boy by Muddy Waters. Which, uh, if you're a uh, Scorsese yeah. fan. You might have heard it yep. in like all of his movies. I think it was in Casino, Goodfellas, and Irishman. Yep. Um, probably more famous in Risky Business, but if you if you heard it, you know it. Dun, dun, mm -hmm. dun, 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 like the classic blues riff, slow build. Like that's gonna be one of those like Ric Flair walk-ups. Yeah, that song's going on. you <laughs> but people know you mean business. Um Brandy, one of my, uh, you know, one of our friends, uh, did Woman by Wolfmother, which I was like, yes. Woman, woman. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That would be a great one. Um, yeah. And then yeah. Mike Butler uh, said he's changing his music every game, which I thought that was a, a nice wrinkle to the effect. Yeah, and sure. uh, chose What's Next by Drake for this one. 
And then um, Mike Jeffries started with Move Something but by Talib Kweli, but I thought you might get a kick out of the fact that he was very close to Kurt Angle's uh, intro music. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, man, that would... That would be a hot one, man. But if you got to do the Kurt Angle music, it's got to come with the You Suck chant, too. When the horns go... Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, that could backfire real quickly. Uh-huh. So, right. so uh, you got you to lean into that. You got to lean into... You know, if you're on the... You're not going to have music on the road, but, like, if it's a, the playoffs and it's a hostile environment and maybe, you know, there's some away team fans that are in the yeah. crowd, they're going to let you know. They're gonna they're gonna yell you. Suck they're gonna, they're gonna fire back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good call. But what the, what he brought up in there though is that might be a future bag of six like uh, WWE mm. intros. Uh, well, I'm and into that. To to spill off of that, I was at a um, Eagle Scout ceremony actually yesterday, which was you know, congratulations to uh, Ben Newman uh, for reaching his Eagle Scout status. That's a very cool. impressive. Uh, I was talking to a fan. One of my friends, Caroline's like, I listen to you guys while I'm gardening. But I realized that this is a little disjointed because, you know, from early on in the in the pandemic, I started the YouTube channel, Pain Productions, mm-hmm. and I was doing the bag of six. And then when I switched to the podcast, you know, we started doing the painful experience. And I've been slowly like releasing back episodes of the bag of six. Yeah. And she's like, I'm confused. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I, you know, it's not like I've experienced in marketing or anything. I should probably <laughs> take this back a step and let everybody listening now, you know, as I'm peppering these in and that we will get new episodes in there. The bag of six was the way that I was connecting with with you and my other friends of yeah. talking about things that weren't politics and weren't covid related, all that kind of stuff. And we were just ranking and drafting and having fun making lists of pop culture items so yeah yeah that is what the bag of six is and you'll see them kind of mixed in with these because i kind of want paint productions to be a multi-themed kind of deal so you know i just want to explain that to the listeners listening at home if you see those pop in you know please tune in and if you like them continue listening share them with your friends but if you know that, sure. That's what that means. It's not that we're changing format every single thing that I upload. It's just going to be a little bit of everything. So thanks for putting that on my radar, Caroline. And, you know, I hope I hope your garden is growing fruitfully. Thanks for listening to us, Caroline. Yeah, man. Yeah. She's you know, I was kind of shocked. I was at this, you know, Eagle Scout ceremony and she's like, oh, you're podcasting now. And, you know, I announced it on my Facebook page and she's a Facebook friend. And she's like, no, I, I, I listen, you know, while I'm gardening. And I'm like, well. Thank you very much. And that's kind of what it's for, because I don't think everybody has enough time carved out in their lives to watch YouTube episodes. Yeah. And hence why we went the audio format. So sure. All right, man, we got a new segment. And you're going to just hit me with it out of nowhere. I have no prep. No, on this. I don't, don't know what it is. It's kind of the opposite of phone time. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please do that. Phone time yeah. is still going on. I love phone time. We haven't delved in it completely. We also have some guests coming up on the horizon. Uh, Mm -hmm. Curtis has some in mind. I have a few in mind. So we're going to start introducing that as well. Yep. But here's something I'm going to drop on you and and let's see what you think of it. It's it's called Eternal Questions. Oh, boy. 
because as you mentioned, when talking with your father and his, and his friends and aunts and uncles and things like that, we have this supercomputer in our pocket that like, you know, in 1985 would probably be worth like how many millions of dollars you know, mm-hmm. we, we carry it everywhere. And gone yeah. is like the lost art of debate or the, the unknown. Like as soon as anything happens, everybody goes, for, you know, wiki, Google, here we are. This is, yeah. I, I got the answer right now. Yep. But for some reason, and maybe I'm just the only one here. So that's why I'm introducing it to you blind. Cause I felt it would have been difficult to describe via text and, and things okay. of that nature. There's certain things that I don't Google. And they're like, they're still my eternal questions. So like, all right, for example, WITSEC, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, Goodfellas, all the mafia movies, things. We know WITSEC is basically the witness protection program. Yeah. You've heard that abbreviation. Yep. I have no idea what that, what that stands for. I don't know how to spell it. It came up the other day in like a, in like a text. And I was like, I don't know how to, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I don't know if it's, W I T S E C. Is there a K in there? I, I get the wit part witness, but like I, I witness security. Is that it? I don't know. But like, I don't want to know. I've never taken the time to Google it because like, <laughs> for some reason, it's just that I don't know if I want to figure it out myself or whatever, but I've, it, I've never, I've never Googled it, you know? Well, no, I, I don't off the top of my head, but like, I was just watching, uh, I'm way into season three of, of Ozark right now and mm-hmm. uh, no spoilers or anything, but there's a, a couple of characters that get offered with sex. So you are, pro- uh, I think you're pronouncing it correctly. I think so. I, I, I'm pretty sure you are. Uh, an FBI agent keeps saying, we'll put, we'll put you in with sex. It'll be okay. Right. Um, so I, and I think it probably is witness security, but I have never Googled it myself. Right. I, to hear you describe it that way, it's it's kind of yours, you know, and you That's don't want I'm someone saying. to you don't want somebody to take it from you. That's what you don't I'm want saying. somebody, to, yeah, because once you, once somebody googles that for you or tells you or spoils it, it's not yours anymore. It's like kind of I still need those like eternal questions or mysteries that eventually it'll either evolve and and then I'll, it'll lock it. Like someone you know will be like, well, that obviously stands for you know, hey, hey, you know, I, you know, I have mm-hmm. a cousin and and. That works in law enforcement and it'll eventually come to me and and it's so yeah. easy I, like i reach my phone down for a lot of things like you said actors especially like i'll be watching a movie i'm like i know i know that brother he was in something you know and i'm like all right i got to you know so i'll be like mayor east town brother you know and it takes mm-hmm. me a while but some mm-hmm. things i got more hold on hold on i'm not all done right. yet no i'm not i'm not getting up and leaving or anything <laughs> you know we used to actually uh this isn't our first podcast rodeo we used to right. uh do league maximum fantasy football yeah a lot of fun man doing the league maximum that was a lot of fun it was dude and i often wonder what grant geeky's up to these days and i hope he's you doing know i haven't heard about grant geeky since uh the league maximum quite frankly so grant we <laughs> miss you buddy wherever you are whatever you're doing hopefully you're listening right and the official sponsor he actually paid money Yes, he did. That was our yes, official sponsor before. But yeah, we hope we're doing well, Grant Gigi. But I've also never Googled like the best fantasy football seasons. Because like when I talk to people and they're not 
into fantasy football, they're like, well, mm-hmm. who, who are the best ones or what was some of the best things? And I'm like, ah, you know, I remember Peyton Manning had like this monumental, like 60 touchdown season, but like, I like the fact that I can still have this conversation with them without coming off as like, a, well, you know, in 19 or in 2003, LaDainian Tomlinson, you know? Yeah. Um, so I kind of like, well, you know, back in the old days, like there was much more, emphasis on the touchdowns so we had like a Ladanian Tomlinson we had Sean Alexander seasons or like Marshall Falk used to put up you know video game numbers do you remember that year with Tom Brady and and Randy Moss when he scored like 18 touchdowns yeah like I can just talk football with the people and just kind of get into it so that's kind of how it is you know you get this many points for touchdowns but for as many podcast things and the way I've dissected numbers on fantasy football. I've never actually Googled what some of the actual greatest seasons are from any of the individual in general. I don't know the greatest running back season. I don't know the greatest quarterback season. I don't know any of that stuff. I don't know, man. And I mean, it's not like fantasy football has only been around during the internet era. You know, you can go back to the eighties and nineties and there were guys that were doing fantasy football and doing drafts with their buddies and bet money and stuff like that too. So uh, right. That's a good question. You know, maybe it's Barry Sanders is the is the greatest. We don't know. Maybe maybe it's Walter Payton. Who knows? But right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's something, too. I don't think you want to spoil that for you either, because like in my head, it's Tomlinson in 06 and it's like Moss in 07 when he was with the Patriots and all that. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm with yeah. you. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, because I From feel like spawning the conversation from it what rather than coming off like an authoritative figure of like well i know exactly what it was. you know i just i don't want to know i i am i'd rather just you know they're asking me about the subject in general so that's where the conversation comes from it doesn't yeah. mean you gotta or if somebody else is gonna be like oh man remember i had uh i had uh you know whoever back in 12 well actually that's the greatest season of all you know i don't want to be that guy so i haven't i'm glad that. you're not that guy i, I wouldn't be, be friends with that guy <laughs> um another one here we go next example we were making peanut butter cookies i um love them i love them just simple lovely dusted sugar on top yep we have some guys out in the back working on our decks. It was coming into Father's Day. We thought we'd make them some cookies, me and the kids, you know, my That's wife. Cool. So, That's yeah, cool. it was, you know, just a gesture. Thank you so much. But as everybody knows, when you're getting ready to do it, you put the fork in one way and you put the fork in the other way. Yeah, to give you it the, the cross little, forks on top. Cross. Why? Why do we do that? Why? Why for only oh. that cookie do we do the cross forks? I don't know. There's got to be a reason for it. Right. And I've never Googled But you don't want to know what it is. I, I don't want to know what it is, man. I just want to know that that's just, you know, it was some way back in the day when your Nana was like a young kid. It's just, you know, you got to always cross the forks, man. So, yeah. Eternal mm-hmm. questions, dude. There's, there's just some things that you just don't need to Google. There's just certain things you don't need to always reach in your phone for. And yeah, I, I want to celebrate that. So, yeah, I like that. All right. I'm with you. I'll give you a couple of examples of my own since since 
you're hitting me with this, and I got to think about some of my eternal questions. Okay, you're, you got some on the fly. I wasn't going to put well, pressure on you, but if you got well, some, I don't, let loose. I don't know if they're – okay, one of them for sure is an eternal question uh, that's debated as to whether or not Tony Soprano died at the end of The Sopranos. There, there's people that will say yes, people that will say no, and now there's a million YouTube videos that will – definitively prove they say one way or another what happened with tony with evidence and little bits of uh foreshadowing that happened throughout the show i'll never watch them i don't want to <laughs> no. know no 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 i don't want to know i don't want i don't want uh any of the writers or the creator of the show to come out and say this is what happened i just want it to be left alone and have my own interpretation of it and leave it at that uh, in the same vein, when it comes to my own interpretation, I've had incidents where, like, I've I've just known what song lyrics were. They meant a lot to me. Yes. And then, for some odd reason, I Googled them, and it turns out, oh, I didn't hear that song right for the last 20 years. You mean I've had this wrong for 20 years, this one line in this song that meant so much to me? It's not even a part of the song. And you liked it better before, didn't you? I did. I sure right. did. Exactly. And now, and now it's been ruined. Now I'm not <laughs> saying you, you know, I'm going to be singing it out loud and make a fool out of myself. I was like, "What is he talking about? That's not the that's not the words at all," you know. But at the same time, I'm with you. I see what you're saying. I yeah, I liked it better before because it meant more to me because it was mine. And then I kind of ruined it for myself, you know. Well, now I'm not saying misinformation is is a, a good thing. I'm not saying that at all. No, 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 no. But, We're not but, spreading conspiracy theories here. No, it's just some no. things it's before we had phones, man, like this is yeah. the way things were. And I, 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 I don't know if subconsciously I'm trying to delve back into that, but there's just certain things where I know mm-hmm. I can find out in a minute, but I don't really want to yet. Well, and to that point. So, I mean, I was uh, obsessive about buying cds and cassettes back in the day and not every band put their song lyrics in the cassette or in the cd case right you know what i mean some of them just didn't do that and uh, but to learn a song you know you had to listen to it over and over and follow along with the lyrics on the lyric sheet that came with it and if it didn't have it you're on your own and that was you know the artist's choice and so that's where some of that came from. Like, oh, yeah, I know what they're saying here. I know what. Yeah, I know this sign. I know, I know this uh, song. I know this line. And then here we are now. Google machine. <laughs> ruins, ruins the song for him. Ruins it. Where do you stand, by the way? Is Tony alive or dead? I, I think he's alive. I don't think he died because you don't see him die. But I know he phased the black and blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter now because James Gandolfini's gone. We'll never we'll never know for sure. Well, I, I, won't don't, Google, I won't Google it either, but I, I do believe he got whacked that night. See, I don't. That's I don't. Did. I think the whole point was so that you saw things through Tony's eyes. And a, uh, a friend of mine that I know listens to us, uh, his name's Cash, Cash Wright, is in Chicago. Cash sent me a video, one of those YouTube videos, um, like a week ago. He's like, man, I was on your team the whole time. I was like, nah, Tony's alive. He's like, but this changed my mind. Check it out. No. I will not watch it. I love it. No, No, I'm not going to watch it. I haven't done any research either. I just, I forget who said it. It might've been uh, Bobby Bacala or 
man, I need to go back and rewatch these episodes. And that one, mm-hmm. I'm not sure because I love it. I miss my friends. Yeah. Um, but it was, they had a conversation of like, you just won't know it. It's just everything will go black. And like, that was one yes. thing I kind of stuck on that like, I remember when, when they specifically said it, it's like, you, you know, when your time comes, you, you, you don't see it, you don't see it coming. And, and maybe, you know, the whole members only guy thing it, at the point when they were focusing on him so much, I thought that was a swerve. I, you know, we can go on about this for a whole nother episode, man, but yeah, that's a different We're, we're off on a tangent to see <laughs> right. maybe, maybe we'll do, we'll do Tony talks uh, as another spinoff for, well, that for would fans of the funeral. Um, but yeah. All right. As we got to get back to, I'm going to do some power washing in true uh, dad style here in a few minutes. And uh, okay, I mowed, I mowed out in the heat earlier today, so felt pretty good about that. Nice. Uh huh. And I want you to make sure to get your Traeger fired up and ready to roll for your family. So, well, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm amped. Steaks oh, are marinating right now. I can't wait. Beautiful, man. Potatoes on the grill is such an underrated thing, too, man. Mm-hmm. Not many people do it, but man. I, I did the old school, like when I was a, a, a young buck in college, I just wrap it in foil and throw it on the coals, mm-hmm. like a, a smoked, like a, a nice permeated open potato is, oh man, that's, that's, oh, it's, it's money, man. That's, <laughs> it right there. that's the flavor I'll, right there. I'll, I will compare all other baked potatoes to this, <laughs> the way I exactly. make them now. So. Once you reach the apex, you can't go back. That's right. It's at the pinnacle, baby. All right, man. So let's hit them off with another one for the road. And since it is Father's Day, I'm going to hit you with who is the greatest television dad of all time? Oh, man. Well, that is a tough one. I've thought about this many times. Uh, It is not Tony Soprano. Tony was a while he was a family man. He wasn't exactly a good dad. But I did say greatest, so I, w- I wasn't going to say the best. So I- I'll leave that up for interpretation. If you want to make a case for Tone and the Gabagool, you could. You, you, could can. You, you could make a case for Tony because ultimately he was always trying to protect the family or do whatever he could for his, for his kids. Not so much Carmella, but the kids he was always trying to take care <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, he was learning you know, mistakes my, from the failures of his parents. So yeah, exactly. Um, my instinct when I've thought about this is always Homer Simpson. I always think Homer is the greatest TV dad of all time. Uh, ultimately, Homer is like a lot of dads in this regard. He's just trying, man. Homer's trying his best, and he's always got heart. Homer's got a lot of heart. Um, so I've always seen uh, uh, a lot of. In a way, a lot of myself and Homer Simpson in that <laughs> that projection, that role. You know, close second for me, I would go with Dan Connor from uh, Oh sure, from Roseanne. I think John Goodman is Dan Connor. Like when you're watching that show, you, he's he's Dan Connor. He's he's you know, it's not an actor. That's who he is. And right. So he's a real person. So that was those are the two that always jump out to me when I think about that. Absolutely, and yeah, I think. The progression of the Simpsons is what really solidified Homer. Like the beginning season, you know, first two seasons was just like uh-huh. one comment, smart ass from Bart, and he's going to choke him. Why are you little? And then, mm-hmm. but as he, you saw more of his sensitive <laughs> side and, and then you saw the episode with um, when Burns put the plaque 
on his workstation is yeah. here forever. And he's like, yeah. do it for her. He covered up with pictures of Maggie and like that helps him get through his day. Like at the end of the day, the special episodes he has with, with Lisa and like, they, they really delved into his more sensitive side and yeah, man, I love Homer Simpson. Yeah. What about you? My choice is unconventional because not you. all fathers are biological fathers. Mm. Um, there are a lot of people that step up to the plate when when the true father couldn't be there. I'm going with Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Love that man. Love Uncle Phil. Great. Choice. Everybody remembers the why don't he why doesn't he want me you know yeah. episode of course, but like yeah. powerful. Yeah, I mean that in itself. I mean, yeah, I'm cutting onions pretty much every time it's on, but mm-hmm. um. He was no nonsense with with Will, but he was still sensitive. I mean, he's the judge, and he, and, he, and he was an yeah. authoritarian, and and he and he kept a a a strong household. But he still, you know, he, he had love for Will, and he didn't have to take in Will, but he did, and 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 he and he loved him, and he took care of him as his own, and he, and he and he guided him, and 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 everything he did. I just I, Uncle Phil was was a real one, man. So. I had to give it up yeah. for Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He's on my Mount Rushmore. That's a good choice, man. Yeah. So, love it. Yeah. Dad, but not a dad, you know, like he's yeah. still his dad. He's his father figure. Yeah. And for those we, we love and respect all the folks out there doing that for yourself, man. So happy Father's Day, my brother. Yeah. Happy Father's Day, man. I'm so glad that I got to spend a little bit of time with you today recording for the painful experience. I'm loving it. Heck yeah, man. Make sure to uh, hit those ratings up. We appreciate it. I, you know, I, I'm again, uh, grateful for all those listening. It's really been surprising and, and, and encouraging. So we, we love you all. And again, you know, thanks again for tuning in.